The choice of a capital says a lot about a place. After the American Revolution, most of the 13 colonies moved their capitals inland, away from the coast. It was a symbolic move, showing independence from the former colonial ruler and Europe as a whole, and it's been copied by many nations in Africa as they've gained independence. For today's GeoQuiz, we're looking for the latest African nation to create a capital from the ground up. Most of this nation lies on the mainland of Africa, sandwiched between Cameroon and Gabon. The capital has been Malabo, located on a large island off the coast of Cameroon. This is where much of the nation's oil wealth can be found, and it's oil money that's funding the new capital. Here's one more hint: it's the only country in Africa that has Spanish as an official language. So where are we? Hasta pronto. We're back in a few with the answer. To Central Africa now to answer today's geo quiz. We were looking for a new capital in the middle of nowhere. It's actually in the middle of an equatorial jungle, and that pretty much defines much of the territory of this nation. Well, the nation is Equatorial Guinea, and the new capital is to be called Oyala. The BBC's Stephen Sacker was there recently. Is that a made-up name, Oyala, Stephen? No, Oyala is actually the name of a tiny village. I would say population no more than a couple of hundred people. Deep in the interior, in the jungle of this tiny West Central African nation of Equatorial Guinea. Now, for years, this village has produced nothing more than just a few agricultural products, but now it is the home of a massive construction site. As President Teodoro Obiang of Equatorial Guinea has decided, that should be the location for his new. Administrative capital city with a projected population of up to 200,000, which he believes he can get built by the year 2020. So construction is underway in,、uh, on this capital, this new capital, Oyala. What was it like, kind of emerging from the jungles of, of Equatorial Guinea into this kind of new, sparkling construction site? Well, it is extraordinary. It sort of feels a bit like.、Uh, You know, arriving in Xanadu or some other mythical place, because the jungle is, of course, extremely dense. The green canopy envelops you. The only clue that you are heading somewhere important is that the Chinese have built a very expensive, almost but not quite completed highway from the Atlantic coast deep into the interior. So you go down this road and you're thinking to yourself, why on earth does this highway exist? Because it doesn't seem to lead anywhere. And then you go round a final bend and you see the first of the vast construction sites. Bulldozers have just torn out vast numbers. Of hardwood trees, and in their place,、uh, the first concrete and steel buildings have gone up. You know, I saw a vast luxury hotel, convention center, and theater complex, which is almost completed. We had a championship golf course.、Um, President Obiang has often been motivated by oil profits. Is is this new capital linked in any way to this quest for millions in oil revenue? Well, you can't disconnect it from the oil revenue. I don't think the, the reason for building the capital has anything to do with any any sort of、uh, new discovery of oil in the interior. Far from it. The, the reason that he can afford to build it, he has so much money coming in from the oil revenues. The country is now the third biggest producer of oil and gas in sub-Saharan Africa, with a tiny population. That means、uh, that the the revenues can be spent by the president on what one can only really describe. As vanity projects, are any of those oil revenues trickling down to the population in Equatorial Guinea? 
That is, as you can imagine, another question that I looked at very closely and indeed asked the president about. The fact is, if you look at the latest reports from UN agencies, from the World Bank, most equatorial Ghanaians are living in poverty. More than half of the people are living on $2 a day or less. Uh, most of the population does not have access to clean drinking water. Uh, the figures on infant mortality are terrible. And poverty is endemic across the country. Now, that should not be the case, given the vast natural resources that this tiny country can call upon. And we know from investigations that have been launched in the United States through the Department of Justice and uh, by the French government in Paris, we know that the family of President Obiang possesses vast wealth in terms of assets, including property, including luxury limousines, also bizarrely, including a collection of Michael Jackson memorabilia. But, you know, you can't help thinking to yourself as you wander around these sites and the thousands of workers, laborers, many of them not from Equatorial Guinea, but drawn from all over the world because of the high wages that are being paid to uh, the laborers, but more particularly to the designers, the architects and the construction executives. Uh, you wonder to yourself, what can it feel like to be a resident of a village in Equatorial Guinea with no clean water, living on a dollar or so a day, and watching this construction going on around you. It must be the most bizarre and indeed frustrating of experiences for so many of the people in that country. Yeah, I think you hit the nail on the head there. The BBC's Stephen Sacker just back from Oyala in Equatorial Guinea. The answer to today's joke was, Stephen, thank you. You're most welcome, Marco.